Hi everyone, welcome back to another episode of How Did You Learn to Do That podcast. Thank you so much for all the love and the support that you've given us over the last couple of months. I've been so enamored and encouraged and inspired by all your messages, all your comments, all your emails, and I love seeing all your reviews on Apple Podcasts as well. And again, if you could, and if you love what we have to share, please review us on Apple Podcasts, like, share, and subscribe to us on our social media, as well as the podcast platforms and on YouTube. And if you have any questions or if you want to nominate anyone to be on the podcast, please send me an email, info at how did you learn to do that, and let me know. And I'd be excited to have them join me on the podcast. So today, I want to talk a little bit about something that has come up Um, over the last little while, especially in the theme of the next couple of podcast episodes you will hear. And also a little bit about something that I've heard through some family and friends and where I'm drawing some inspiration from. So I wanted to talk about your why. What is your why statement? What is it? Why is it important? And why should you be the one to create it? And then I want to talk about expectations. Your expectations of other people your expectations of the world around you, your expectations of yourself and how you need to navigate some of those expectations in order to continue to grow as a person and to live a life of peace and happiness for yourself only in whatever that may look like or may be. So I'll get started. So your why statement. So if you go back to a couple of blog posts before um, I did talk about how to self-reflect. I talked about journaling. Um, I did talk about uh, how to shift your mindset. I did talk about how to unlearn from your family, how to take inventory of who you are as a person and to change and to grow and to make those actionable. So now I want to talk about why you want to do that. What is the whole intention behind doing all that work and the actions and the intention and the reason to do all of that is your why statement. So what do you want from your life? What do you want to improve from your life? Is it your relationships? Is it how you show up for yourself every single day? Is it, you know, you managing your anxieties or your depression or any other mental illnesses or concerns that you may have? Or is it just that you're feeling very unfulfilled in what you are doing currently and you need to kind of figure out What's next for you in life? You know, do you want to transition from being a professional to another job? Or do you want to go from a professional to being an entrepreneur? Or are you somebody that's dedicated your whole life to being a student and, you know, have finished your undergraduate degree or your graduate degree? And now you're looking to that, make that transition into the professional world. But you're trying to figure out what that looks like, you know, and what you want. Because generally your degree does not transition into a job. You have to figure out what job you would want and what job would work for you. So that's where I want to talk about today. And as, as I mentioned before, I do have workshops and a course coming up soon. And one of the courses that I have coming up soon actually is about how to be a graduate and a student and make that transition from being a student to being a professional and how to find that job that you want or how to understand what it is in life that you want for yourself to do and the career that you want to go down and the career that you want to have at least for the next five years or the next 10 years or maybe even shorter maybe longer it all depends on what works best for you and sometimes you do have to take that transition and do it again many times so 
being a student to becoming a professional, a professional to moving to another job or a professional to becoming an entrepreneur, that those are all transitions that you may end up wanting to do, or you may be an entrepreneur and go back to being a professional. It really just depends on what works for you at that phase of your life and in that time of your life. So what I want to talk about is your why. Make sure that you take time to figure out what is your why. You need to self-reflect. You need to actually spend some time journaling. You need to spend some time asking yourself deep questions. And like I said, if you sign up to my newsletter list, you will get those questions. You will begin to start looking at what your dreams are, what your desires are, and what your why is. And if you go into the blog post for self-reflection, I've also written some prompts for you to start questioning what you think would work for you, what wouldn't work for you, what's important for you or not. And on that actual blog post, there's a couple of decks of cards that you can purchase um, and the links are there. And on those decks of cards, there's additional prompts for you to think deeper, to act deeper, to really reflect upon who you are as a person and what you want in life and how you can help yourself to move forward. So that's my biggest advice to you is take time to self-reflect, take time to just understand who you are and what you want in life and take some time to figure out what is your why in life? What is it truly that you want to do in life? And you know, that why statement can sometimes change. So for example, you can have a why statement for every different part of your life. You have a why statement for your relationships. You can have a why statement for yourself. You can have a why statement for your career. You can have a why statement for anything that you really want. But it's important that if you do have multiple why statements, that you have one general why statement. And I'll share mine just to give you an example. My biggest why statement is I want to do this journey in being an entrepreneur and in building this business and building this brand because I want freedom of time to spend with my family, with my friends and on myself. That's my why. My priorities in life are my family, myself and my brand, my business. But that none of that matters if I'm not nurturing my relationship with myself, if I'm not taking care of myself and managing my own health and my own wellness, or if I'm not nourishing relationships with my family, with my daughter, with my husband, with my mom, with my parents, with my in-laws, you know, my sister, if I'm not nourishing those relationships, then the brand and the business doesn't matter. You know what I mean? I can build this into a multi-billion dollar industry or business, but what does that matter if I die or if I, you know, end up having a heart attack or end up having a stroke or end up having severe health concerns that limit my ability to show up as the best version of myself for my family, for my friends, but for myself too, you know? So first and foremost, you have to take care of yourself. And that's why my why is so focused on the time freedom, because time is the only thing I believe truly that you can never get back. You can never get time back. So I can never have more time with myself. I can never have more time with my daughter. I can never have more time with my husband. But if I'm spending all my time working in you know, my day job, which is what I felt would, and this, I just want to preface this actually, everybody 
is different. So some people enjoy and love being an employee. They love the flexibility, the standard. They love the flexibility, but the consistency also of showing up nine to five and going home at five o'clock and spending your off hours just doing your own thing for yourself, for your family, and not having to worry about work. Being an entrepreneur, it's hard work. It's hard work. You end up putting in long hours, long days for a long period of time to be able to create that time freedom for yourself down the road. So for me, you know, when I evaluated that and assessed that, I realized that for me specifically, it was more important for me to create the time freedom in the long term and have the flexibility to show up for my daughter whenever I wanted, however I wanted, um, and be able to not have to sit in an office at a desk for nine hour, eight hours to nine hours a day and do the commute and everything like that. That was important to me because that, that was something I didn't have control over. I didn't have control over having to be at work, having to show up for, for people, you know, someone else that I work for. Um, and not having the flexibility for myself and having thing, to say things like, oh, sorry, no, I have to work so I can't come to your soccer game. I can't come, you know, visit you in school or, oh, no, you're sick. So what do I do about work? You know, I wanted to be able to say, no, yes, I'm going to be there for absolutely everything. And being an entrepreneur for me felt that that gives me the flexibility of time to say, okay, I have a list of things to do. I can do that later on in the day because right now this is what I need to focus my energy and my time on. So that's my biggest tip and my biggest piece of advice for you is to ensure that you take time to figure out what is your why, what's most important to you, and really understand that, really dig deep. And that's not going to actually come right away. It's not going to come in a one-hour session. It's not going to come to you, you know, as quickly as you think it may you need to spend time to reflect. You need to spend time to journal. And what I'll say is that I think you should generally journal for about 30 days. You should spend some time reflecting. Look at those deck of cards for prompts to help you answer some questions that you may not have asked yourself. And um, you look at those deck of cards to ask yourself some of those questions you may not have asked yourself. Look at the blog post that I posted. Ask yourself some of those questions. Take those steps. There's tons of resources out there for you. Um, I do have a journaling guide. When you sign up to my email list, you will get that. And that has um, tons and tons of prompts for you and advice on how to get started with journaling. And just self-reflect. Just take some time to understand who you are, what you are, um, how you answer certain questions, how do you show up for yourself, take inventory, um, Ask your family and friends in the blog post about shifting your mindset. I talk about that. Ask your family and your friends like what they think and what uh, their advice is in life and how they would like to move forward with it um, and what they think of you and what they think of how you show up and how you cope and how you manage and all of that. And it's important because that'll help you shift your mindset. And it's so important. And once you do all that work, then you can actually sit down and write your why statement. You'll figure it out. And you may need to change it, but at least you know what's most important to you on a broad level. So if you do decide to do individual ones for every area of your life, that's fine. But make sure you write one overarching one. So what is the theme that you notice in all of these? And how can you write that overarching why statement? So that's so, so important. So 
my biggest tip to you is to do that and then to write it down. And when you write your why statement, put it in front of you, in front of your desk, have it in your wallet, have it somewhere that you can see it again and again. And then what I want you to do is take some time to just live that why. Pay attention to the type of people that you're surrounding yourself with, the things that you're doing, the work that you're doing, what you do after work, what you do during your weekends, how you think, the types of shows you watch, the books that you read, everything. And start reflecting on your why. Is what you're doing working towards your why? Is what you're doing living your true why? You know, what is important to you? Why are you doing this? Why are you reading that book? What is it for? Is it for entertainment, for self-care? Amazing. Are you just reading it because you think somebody else read it and then they're making you read it and you're not very much into that book? If that's the case, then you're not living your why. So why do that? You don't, it's okay to say no. I don't want to read this, even though you're my best friend and you suggest this book, but I don't want to. It's okay to say no. And once you understand your why, you will be really good at saying no and understanding what is best for you as a person um, and working that way. And then in terms of what is important to you, it's so important to then to also then look at what can you do to live that life of yours that you want? What can you do to be there for yourself? What can you do to show up as the best version of yourself based on your why statement. And a part of that showing up as your best version of yourself has to do with your ego and with the expectations that you have for other people. And I talk about this often. Your ego should be treated as Eckhart Tolle says. And for those of you that haven't, I would highly, 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 highly recommend you to check out the Eckhart Tolle and Oprah Super Soul Sunday series based on his book, A New Earth. I would highly recommend you to pick up that book. I do have the link on my um, on my uh, blog, on the blog of the 15 books that have changed my life. I would highly recommend you to check out that book. I would highly recommend you to listen to the series as you're reading that book because it's life-changing, honestly. It truly, truly is. But what he says is that your ego should be treated as a separate entity to you. And when you are upset or hurt or have an expectation um, that's not met, Sit down and reflect upon it. Take your ego out of the picture and check it. And then think about, okay, me as a person, am I actually still hurt about this? And just reflect upon that and understand that. And I was actually just saying this recently to a friend that you can't have expectations of other people. You can only have expectations for yourself because you're the only one that's in control of your life. You're the only one that will create the life that you always wanted for yourself. You're the only one that will heal from the traumas that you have endured and experienced. You're the only one that is in charge of that and has the ability to do that and the ability to grow and to show up as the best version of yourself and to become a higher version of yourself. You are the only one that can do that. So having expectations for your partner or for your children or for your parents and all of that doesn't mean anything. And you really shouldn't have those expectations because that's your ego. Your ego believes that because you're somebody's partner, you're somebody's parent, you're somebody's daughter, your son or sibling or friend or whatever, that they should treat you a certain way. But once you check that ego, you realize you should not have expectations of other people because only you are in control of yourself. Only you are in control of how you react. Only you are in control of how you feel, not other people. 
people in the world can say, and I say this all the time to my friends and my family, people in the world can say whatever they want in life. You have to become so confident and secure in yourself by healing, by doing the self-reflection, by aligning yourself, by listening to the messages, by knowing your why and living your why through and through. You need to be confident and comfortable in yourself and secure that no matter what anybody else will say to you, it almost just kind of like skits right past you and does not get absorbed in you. It just lies right across your body and out. It does not get absorbed. And the reason for that is because you now have realized and you can be empathetic. And I find once you understand your why and you start living your why and living and showing up as your best self and being a higher version of yourself and you check your ego, you just, that's the moment where empathy truly shines. That's the moment where you realize you need to be empathetic. And actually you do, you are empathetic. You do show up as an empath, even if you know it or don't know it. And you realize that this person is saying these hurtful, harmful things to you, not because it has anything to do with you, but it has absolutely everything to do with them and the trauma that they've endured and experienced. And they're speaking from a place of fear. They're speaking from a place of uncertainty, a place of insecurity. And it's coming more from a defense mechanism perspective than it is coming from a secure perspective. They don't truly feel that way about you. They don't truly think that about you. It's just, what is it in them that is making them say this to you? And that's when you show up as an empath and you say, you know, I, it's, I don't appreciate what you say to me. It's hurtful and you're trying to hurt me. But I can see that what you're saying is coming from a place of hurt and harm and trauma. So what is it that's hurting you? so much that you need to say things like this to me. How can I help you? How can I support you? How can I guide you? And I always find that when someone's being so mean to you, you just need to give them a hug and you should try to acknowledge this. But something that I will say that you shouldn't do is try to do the empath work while they're heated, while they're upset and yelling and screaming because it doesn't help. All you can do is just stay quiet and not say anything and uh, just move forward. And I think that then the message doesn't get lost. And I've definitely been guilty of that, of speaking when trying to under explain something to somebody when they're mad and upset and uh, the message gets lost and they think that I'm just arguing with them, which I'm not. Um, but I think that that's so, so true. It's so important for you. Okay. So that's the biggest thing. It's just a short episode today. But I just want you to actually take some time here and really, really reflect on what is your why statement. And then from your why, living that why and paying attention to things around you and taking an audit of your life. And then from there, understanding why do you have these expectations of people? And how could you not have expectations? And how can you show up as an empath in life? So those are my biggest pieces of advice for today. Make sure you check out the blog post for self-reflection, how to change your mindset and how to journal. Sign up to my newsletter list to get access to the journaling guide, but also to the challenge and the prompts that will come to you. Make sure you pick up the book, A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. That's on my blog, 15 books that have changed my life. But also on the self-reflection blog, you'll notice that there's decks of cards you can purchase um, and all the links are on there. I do affiliate for, for those companies, so I would love and appreciate your support um, in clicking the link and purchasing through the link. 
Um, and if you have any questions or if you want some guidance, let me know. I do have workshops coming up. I do have a course coming up. So make sure you sign up to my newsletter list to get first access to those. I'm so excited to get started with you. Okay. Thank you so much for listening to the end of this episode. I would love if you could review us on Apple Podcasts, if you enjoyed this episode and enjoyed episodes previous. And if you can like and subscribe and share us with your family and your friends and let us know what you think, send me a message and let me know if you have anyone that you'd like to nominate to be on the podcast. And if you have any questions, I'm happy to help. So please reach out and message me on Instagram or you can email me info on how did you learn to do that? Otherwise, we'll see you guys next week. Bye.